Welcome to this special worship service on the first Sunday after Christmas here at Bethel Maidstone United Church. My name is Catherine Elsden. Together with Bethany Russell and Selena Bayshard, we are honored to join in worship. A song sheet for today's hymns was emailed out to the congregation and can be found on the church's Facebook page, so please join in singing at home. In this Christmas season, we gather in song and prayer, joining with angels from the realms of glory to sing creation story and proclaim Messiah's birth. Come and worship. Worship Christ, the newborn King. Angels from the realms of glory wing your flight o'er all the earth. Ye who sang creation story now proclaim Messiah's birth. Come and worship. Come and worship. Worship Christ, the newborn King. Shepherds in the field abiding, watching o'er your flocks by night. God with us is now residing, yonder shines the infant light. Come and worship, come and worship, worship Christ the newborn King. Sages, leave your contemplations, brighter This year we journeyed through Advent following the classic tale of Ebenezer Scrooge as told in Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol with the help of Matt Rawls' study book, The Redemption of Scrooge. We were visited by the spirits of Jacob Marley and the ghosts of Christmas, past, present, and yet to come. And along the way we reflected on the true meaning of the season as a time of compassion, generosity, and care for our neighbor. The original title of Dickens' novel was A Christmas Carol, in prose, being a ghost story of Christmas. A song or carol in prose. To emphasize the point, Dickens, in his novel, divides it into staves, not chapters. The stave is a reference to the musical notation staff. And while it may not resemble A Christmas Carol in style, singing is found throughout the novel as a means of celebrating the Christmas season. Hymns and carols, generally speaking, use music and art to communicate something about tradition, about the identity of God and our experience of the divine. In much the same way, as Matt Rawl puts it, Dickens' carol uses the power of story to remind us that there is no soul too gruff, too cold, or too cantankerous for God's redeeming power. Like a carol, Dickens' story is revisited year after year, enjoyed and restaged by generations setting to new arrangements for stage, film, and TV. 
Today, our worship will focus on music. We'll explore carols and the stories behind them to rediscover for ourselves the meaning of Christmas. Early in a Christmas carol, Scrooge shoes away a caroler who has presented himself outside his counting house. The caroler is singing, God rest you, Mary, gentlemen, a hymn that recalls the announcement of Christ's birth and its meaning for us as a message of comfort and joy, inspiring us to embrace all humanity. Now, the title of this song has changed over the years and somewhat alters its meaning based on the placement of a comma. An early version of the carol from 1775 lists the song as God rest you, comma, merry gentlemen, meaning you should relax, rest, be at peace, because Christ our Savior was born on Christmas Day. When the carol was published in 1833, the title was changed to God rest you, merry gentlemen, suggesting that being merry is the appropriate response to the gospel tidings of great comfort and joy. Dickens, in fact, offers no punctuation in his citing of the song. So rest or be merry as we sing tidings of comfort and joy. God rest you merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. Remember Christ our Savior was born on Christmas Day to save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. From God our Heavenly Father, a blessed angel came, and unto certain shepherds brought tidings of the same. How that in Bethlehem was born the Son of God by name, and joy, oh, tidings of comfort and joy. Fear not, then said the angel, let nothing you affright. This day is born a Savior of a pure virgin bright, to free all those who trust in him from Satan's power and might. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy, Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. Now to the Lord sing praises, all you within this place. And with true love and brotherhood, each other now embrace. This holy tide of Christmas, all others doth deface. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy. Let us join our hearts and minds in prayer. O God, our creator, our hope and our life, for all that you give us, for all that you are, we bring you our praise. A life of gratitude is our gift to you for coming to us as a human child, for pouring into the world your hope, your peace, your joy, and your love. As those who came to worship and adore the newborn babe in Mary's arms, we now worship you, the light of the world. Come to us anew and fill our hearts with love. Amen. Written in 1739, Hark the Herald, Angels Sing, was composed by Charles Wesley 
And as Matt Rawl argues, it's a response to the popular Calvinist understanding of predestination being preached by one of Wesley's contemporaries. Predestination is the belief that God, in God's sovereignty, has chosen some as elected for heaven and others not. Charles found this perspective to be at odds with his understanding of grace. His hymn paints a picture of salvation available for everyone. Peace on earth, all the earth. God and sinners, not just the chosen, reconciled. All the nations rise in the triumph of the skies. Wesley's hymn describes the universal blessing of God echoed by Tiny Tim in his prayer. God bless us, everyone. Hark the herald angels sing Glory to the newborn King Peace on earth and mercy mild God and sinners reconciled Joyful all ye nations rise Join the triumph of the skies With the angelic host proclaim Christ is born Throughout the season of Advent and Christmas, we've been highlighting organizations in our Minute for Mission that our church supports throughout the year. We have a long relationship with the Essex Food Bank. The Food Bank twice weekly distributes food from the gym of Essex United Church. Each summer, the Food Bank provides backpacks stuffed with snacks for children. And in December, this time of year, they give out family food baskets, turkey and ham with all the trimmings as well as toys or gift cards for young people. Our congregation contributes to this important work through volunteering, offering food, and financial support. Though we cannot place an envelope in the offering plate today, we still recognize the ways in which we continue to give and contribute our time and finances to the ministry of this congregation. Let us dedicate that offering of time and money given by mail or through PAR. Thank you. 
Gracious God, with thanks and praise, we joyfully dedicate our offering. We ask that our gifts be used to bring love to our community and to the world. We ask this in the name of the one whom you sent to bring hope, peace, joy, and love to all people, Jesus the Christ. Amen. During a trip to the Holy Land in 1865, Minister Philip Brooks attended Christmas Eve service at the Church of the Nativity in Bethlehem. He was really moved by his experience of worship there. Three years later, while pastoring at Holy Trinity Church in Philadelphia, Brooks wanted a special carol for the children's Sunday school Christmas pageant. He recalled the peaceful scene in the little town of Bethlehem and wrote lyrics asking his organist, Lewis Redner, to compose a melody simple enough for children to sing. The resulting hymn, O Little Town of Bethlehem, has a beautiful lullaby quality to it. And so, as it is sung, let us prepare our hearts and minds for prayer. Gracious God, 
We pray this day for all who have come with us to Bethlehem. We pray for all who are poor and cold and hungry like the shepherds, that they may hear good news. We pray for all who are wandering and searching like the Magi, that they may find a place to leave their gifts and their burdens. We pray for all who are busy, hurried, preoccupied, or anxious like the innkeeper, that they may know the peace that comes from genuine acts of hospitality. We pray for all like Herod who have power, that they may use it with goodwill. We pray for ourselves, we who need comfort, peace, and joy in this starlit season and all the days of our lives. Amen. Our next hymn is an African-American spiritual. Though it dates back much earlier, it was first published in 1907 and is attributed to John Wesley Work II. He was a professor at Fisk University and through his work with a student choral group, the Jubilee Singers, he became a leader in preserving and performing African-American spirituals. In the 1870s, the Jubilee Singers went on tour to raise money for their university. They performed Go Tell It on the Mountain for white and black audiences in the United States and Europe, earning the school and the spiritual an international reputation. The song recounts the experience of the shepherds first receiving the good news of Jesus' birth and invites them, like us, to share that good news far and wide. Go tell it on the mountain over earth the Savior reigns. Let men their songs employ while fields and floods, rocks, hills, and plains repeat the sounding joy. Joy to the world, joy to the world is one of the most lively and joyful of all Christmas carols. Interestingly, the lyrics omit any mention of the Christmas story, no reference to shepherds or angels or wise men. 
Written by Isaac Watts in 1719, it's inspired by Psalm 98. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Break forth into joyous song and sing praises. Let the floods clap their hands. Let the hills sing together for joy at the presence of the Lord, for he is coming to judge the earth. The carol celebrates Christ's arrival, but its focus is actually on Christ's return and the completion of his redeeming work. The music for this popular carol was arranged by Lowell Mason, an American church musician, and he used elements from Handel's Messiah. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her king. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. Let every heart prepare him room. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and heaven and nature sing. Joy to Thank you for joining together in worship. Next Sunday's service will be available on the podcast. You'll find the link on the church's website or Facebook page. May you go forth from this time of worship with the song of Christmas in your heart. And may the blessing of God go with you now and always. Amen.